So, Jacob Dines. Today is a day of all days. Today is a day of all days. 100K. Thank you very much, everybody who has supported us along the way to 100K. I do appreciate you, especially today, because today we are going to do a 2A Procast. And this is going to revolve around just kind of state of affairs and what's going on in today's world. That That picture over there on the wall is crooked, and it is going to fuck with my ADD for the rest of this episode. Part of me wants to fix it. Part of me wants to leave it. Mm, it is going to bother me. I'm going to tell you. If you are not already on the 2A Pro Discord, hop on there. We'll leave a link down in the description. It is pop locking and proverbially dropping. It's what we do. I'm sorry I haven't been in there in a minute, but I'm making a juicy, delicious, ripe little uh, 2A Pro course True. right now for you to wrap your juicy little lips around. And what we're going to be doing is... Uh, essentially building out a course to show you how to run a business inside of the two-way community and make your first dollar within the first week, I think is going to be the challenge that we uh, will do once that course is created. And I've got a beautiful, beautiful plan for that. Stay tuned for more. Now let's get on to the meat and the potatoes of the podcast. Some could say the meat and hummus of potatoes. Ah, yes. Given today's podcast. Yeah. So shit's a little crazy around here right now. Shit's super nuts. Yeah. Yeah, but it is, it is, uh, it's wild. There's been a lot of requests for body armor. We have began producing and shipping a lot of armor and uh, defense equipment over to those in need uh, in Israel. Yep. And uh, I think, you know, given the, the state of affairs over there and the fact that we've got aircraft carriers uh, essentially, you know, shooting down. Uh, shooting I, down rockets that are heading towards Israel, we are officially involved in the war. Yeah, I can only imagine that this is the epicenter for World War Three. I feel I feel fairly safe to say that if we're going to send a carrier over there and start, you know, shooting down missiles on our own, I'm going to say that's that's involvement. Yeah, you know, that's not just getting uh, hostages out. That is that's straight up involvement inside of warfare. That's right. So yeah, it's it's. Hope yeah, you, what's going on? I hope I know you we, military age males have been doing your cardio. So we dropped some. Uh, we had some. Uh, was you showed me a thing this morning where they had some Delta operators going over there, and then uh, the White House thanked them, doxed them, and put them online with yeah. their faces. That's I, I, I would say I feel like weird even talking about it, but yeah. it's already all over the internet. So the White House, in case you guys haven't heard, they took down the post. Good for them, but they uh, they put up a picture of President Biden uh, shaking hands with some. Uh, what I've heard is Delta boys, but I haven't gotten a confirmation if they're Delta boys, but they, they are definitely special operatives that were going over there to get hostages out. They are first responders to the hostage situation and they post pictures of their faces. Yeah. That's just brilliant Biden administration. Good for you. Yeah. It's not, like not a single person has a brain cell not one, over there. Not one fucking person in the midst of any of that posting was like, Hey, OPSEC. Just maybe a little bit of operational security here. Like not one advisor would have been able to say, you're going to put these guys at risk. You're showing their faces and their tattoos, and this could potentially be bad for for, uh, for security. I mean, I'm sure they know that it's coming, right? I'm yeah. sure Hamas knows it's coming. You know, the one thing that really uh, concerns me, so a couple, a couple of facts here. Um, well, this is not a fact. So what I heard for a few days ago was that they actually, Hamas actually came out and made a statement that they were going to release the American hostages. Have you heard anything beyond that? No. 
Okay. No. Yeah. I don't yeah, think I that's going to happen either. So um, thereafter. I mean, logically, we, it would be smart for them to do that, to not get the U.S. involved. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so instead of sitting here and talking about what's going on over there, because we can all turn on the news and figure all that out. It's, what would be more important is why does this apply to you and how should this affect you? One, exactly. one interesting fact is that Israel uh, just rescinded their ban on civilians, on the ability for civilians to own firearms. And I think that they realized fairly quickly that... Uh, um, yeah, what's his know, name? Is, Netanyahu? Netanyahu, yeah. So it is It is far less safe to have an unarmed populace than it yeah. would be to have an armed populace, you know? It's, it's, it's horrible that it's a situation where the prime minister realizes that after yeah. there's terrorist attacks where people go through and gun down, you know, neighborhoods. Right. So... You know, Here, let's think a, about that for a second. Here's a question. What is stopping the exact same thing that happened to them from happening to us? I've got an idea. After they ended Title 42, we just saw that on average 3,000 to 6,000 illegal immigrants are crossing the south border every day, the southern border every day. So if this is the case, what's to say that we don't have – look, it may be difficult to get into the United States by, by certain means uh, from terrorists, Correct. But, Supposedly. But, it, but it wouldn't be difficult for them to get into other nations, South America, and make their way up to the southern border. Correct. Then amass a, uh, amass basically a small militia here, mm-hmm. post themselves up. And like you were saying to me earlier, basically they set up a, a, a FOB, a forward operating base right in your community. You have no idea that it's going to happen. And then one night they go door to door and just slaughter fucking civilians like they did in Israel. What's to say that that shit isn't already on the menu? Correct. Like, I, like we were saying earlier, the... We've all been trained with the Red Dawn approach, right? We've all seen Red Dawn, and if you haven't, you're a terrible American. Go watch it. Do it. Uh, Patrick Swayze. Anyways. <laughs> Swayze. Swayze. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. We've all been trained for that situation. Red parachutes coming out of the sky. That's how we always imagine a insurgency, a, a military to come in and try and take over the U.S. Right. But that is, for a lack of better words, just retarded. Mm. It is. Okay. A, a, a military force to try and fly into the United States would be taken out by our surfaced air missiles. Mm-hmm. Just plain and simple. They would be shot out of the sky within seconds of trying to enter U.S. military space. Hopefully. What do you think about paragliders coming in from uh, Mexico over exa- the border? You think exactly. The same deal, you think? Um, doubtful. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But like, that's the thing. Like we were just saying, they're going to slowly they're ma- they're work their way They're getting drones in. over here pretty effectively right so if they can get you know if you, if you can get drones over here you might be able to get a human with a paraglider yeah or with a parachute or whatever the fuck those things are but they're, they're cool i kind of want one i wouldn't be caught dead with one of those fucking things after the after the after what's the, going on no. yeah after no. there's an entire generation there's, now yeah there's just this like, connotation like the Vietnam like generation you, that knows the helicopter noise Right. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't want to be associated with that now. No. Yeah. It literally has an association with uh, straight up terrorism. Ter- now. Straight up terrorism yeah. now, so which is unfortunate, unfortunate because I'm sure it was a nice little hobby for people to have. But yeah. you got to give it up. Find something new. Go shoot guns. Yep. It got taken just like just like a lot of things. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Which but, you know, if you're talking about the actual uh, that what 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 happened and how they were able to do that and subvert Israeli intelligence, what. The, the fundamentals behind it was they went analog with the entire information. Right. Because everybody's like, how could this possibly get past Mossad and the intelligence and all of these, you know, uh, uh, how could they have been that well planned and that well executed and nobody knew about it? Well, they did it because it was analog in the way that they did it from what I understand and what I read. If you guys don't know, 
uh, I'll, I'll try to fill you in like Craig, da- Craig David here. Um, they basically didn't tell any of the militants what they were doing. They just told them they were training. Say, hey, this is, we're going to be running training exercises. We are going to be showing how to use these paraglider systems. You are going to be doing X, Y, and Z. And then, so nobody, the bulk of these guys had no idea what they were about to do until the day came for them to do it. They just knew they were training. That's it. So there was no leaks. There couldn't have been because nobody had any information. The only guys with the information were the guys at the top kind of leading it. Um, And that, as far as I know, is my understanding of how they were able to subvert the intelligence. They just went analog. They were just, let's go back to the fucking Stone Age because... If, you know, if if those reports are accurate, that is nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's absolutely absolutely bonkers. All we have to do is not send a text message. Yeah. Right. And then our intelligence agencies are just... And it's, you know, it's right in the playbook, right. you know, for what could potentially happen over here too. Right. Because there's a, you know, Israeli defenses, uh, it is, uh, it is not third world. You know, no. those guys are. Mossad you know, are like the top of the top in the, in the information game. Absolutely. So it, it worries me that if, you know, if that can happen now, believe me, there's a higher concentration of uh, bad guys trying to kill Israelis at right outside of their borders Correct. than there are in the United States. However, if this indeed uh, goes into that playbook and it is a function of terrorism that could potentially work in the future, then we've got something to be concerned about because we've got a very open border, a very large bo- border mm-hmm. that could be breached from the yeah. South. And it's terrifying. It is. And I, I suggest everybody goes out, like, don't buy one thing from my company. I really don't give a shit, but go out and train, get armed, and don't don't wait until the fucking shit hits the fan because then it's too late as we found out in 2020 during COVID. It's like when everybody thought they needed it, it was gone. It was gone. You yeah. don't have it anymore. Go get it now. You can't wipe your ass anymore because there's no more toilet paper. I know. Jesus Christ. Because I mean, people really thought they were going to shit Get some to canned death. food. Like it, you know, yeah. figure out some 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 sort of a plan. I mean, do you my have, wife and I, are you able to get water? Are you able to have power? Are you able to cook food? Like, yeah. These are common things that you kind of need to consider. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Just be, be able to take care of yourself and this whole, you know, bug out thing. I, I, I understand the whole, like, we're going to bug out. You got to get out of your house and get somewhere else. I, I don't, I don't necessarily know about that. You know, I, I feel like, um, those who are fortunate enough to be able to train in teams and train with teams, even as a civilian, you know, create mm-hmm. your own, dare I say it, militia, right? Yeah, where dare you, you say the where, where you can work together and you guys can have a plan. And, and I, you know, it's almost hypocritical because, you know, you and I haven't formally sat down and discussed exactly what's going to happen when we, we are going to be in need of that. Mm-hmm. I just have kind of my own plan with my family at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we really need to get busy on figuring out, okay. Yeah, I mean, obviously this is going to be the rally point for everybody. You know, yeah. this, this location right here is, you know, it's pretty, pretty fortified with, you know, concrete and it's mm-hmm. got everything that we need to really like start the mission. I mean, absolutely. Hopefully we've got our Humvee back here pretty soon and, you know, <laughs> chop, chop. just saying, but, um, but there's there there should be a plan that can be well executed with you know a team of people and um, if you if you have that ability to do so then start just working it out you don't you don't have to be the crazy guy that's got his you know house tucked away all fortified up in the hills right you can still live in the environment that you live in and have a plan that will keep you alive when something bad happens right and so. and you know uh, John Lovell touched on this really well he was talking about the bug out bag and everything that you were just saying there. Mm-hmm. How many of you, where are you guys going to go? 
Yeah, I don't like where know. are you really gonna bug out to? Yeah, like why don't, why don't we worry about bugging in? Let's just let's <laughs> let's play the hypothetical. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's let's bug in. Let's play the hypothetical. Let's say you're in a city. It doesn't even have to be a major city, mm-hmm. but your plan is to get out. What's everybody gonna do in time of crisis? Yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna try and get, get out. out. Yeah, that Good is what on. people do. They want to get away from the cities. They want to try and get to loved ones outside of the cities because that's everybody's thought process. Right. Ask anybody. They're not like, oh yeah, I'm gonna hide in my apartment. They're like, no, I'm gonna go to my parents' house out in the wilderness. Then go there now. Yeah, like th- then, then think, get out, get, get out, out there, there then now. move your family now, and go build a house on their exactly. land now. If that's where you want to be, because when the time comes, it's probably gonna be too fucking late. Yeah, everybody else is gonna be thinking the same thing. And if you ever seen traffic in a major city, try traffic in a major city when a major crisis is happening. Also, if I'm remembering correctly, standard military protocol is to cut off all entrances and exits from major cities. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. To shut down highways and use them for their own purposes. Yeah. Uh, but bugging in, absolutely. Do you, like it doesn't have to be something where it's like, and again, you know, slightly hypocritical. But take this from people who s- still need to do it. Like we're not shaming you. We're saying let's do it, guys. Talk to your neighbors. Yeah. See who's your friend. Let's form that community. Like, hey, the world's kind of weird. That's an easy opener. That's yep. an easy icebreaker. What are, what are your guys' plans in case something crazy goes down? That's right. Here's yeah. what I'm thinking. The people to your left yeah. and your right are going to be your biggest assets. Exactly. And yeah. and learn their capabilities. Learn where their allegiances lie and learn if they're capable of defending themselves because then they could potentially help defend you. Right. I'm super fortunate to like, I moved right next to a guy, my next door neighbor. Now it's kind of crazy because like, I got out of, when I got out of the military, I've never met anybody from my unit. I did. I, I lie. I met one guy at one point in time from the 173rd airborne, Mm -hmm. but there was a guy in the army in my same unit in the army from the 173rd airborne who moved right next to me and he was an officer. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, that's the first door, you know, I'll be knocking on if anything bad happens. I mean, it's just, you know, and then you're right. I should be going and talking to him and saying, you know, what if, what are you going to do? Right. Um, I have had mild conversations with him before just about this kind of state of the world and mm-hmm. all that. And, you know, it seems like he, like there, there's no plan to just get up and go anywhere. It's, you know, protect your castle really. Yep. So, and um, I, th- I think besides for the people that have the bug out mentality, I think that's a lot of, um, gun owners nowadays mm-hmm. that, that at least maybe own their own home or, or to that nature. It is, I'm staying right here. Yeah. And I'm like going to defend what I have. That's where all your resources are anyway. Yeah. You know your house better than anybody else. Like, yeah. You know, all of your things are there. Are you just going to take a duffel bag yeah. and just dip? It seems like that would put you in a more precarious position being in a place that you're unfamiliar with, with, you know, shit that you don't have access to, Correct. including food and water and all the things that you'd be able to store in your own home. Yeah. Not to mention you're going to be out there and vulnerable with everybody else trying to leave. Right. So I guess it really just depends on the event. But true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, the other thing that you guys can do, like, while you're training, and and I wouldn't, you know, I'm not here to instill fear in anybody and, and no. try to, you know. It's to prepare. To, to, it's just, it's preparedness. You're always paranoid until it happens, then you're prepared. Yeah, and then you're prepared, 100%. Watch the dudes, like, because now all these Hamas videos are coming out, and right. you, watch, you watch their tactics, yeah. and you and I were just watching, you know, a video this morning on couple couple different videos this morning on you know they like to live stream their shit and they're yeah. running these you know they're running these body cams they're youtubers they're, for sure yeah 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 they're going out and they're running these body cams and of them you know uh you know maneuvering 
And I can tell Quote you, unquote. yeah, I can tell you that watching these guys, uh, y- there's for a well-trained American, they're nothing to worry about. No, they other, are other than sloppy, they're, other they than are uncoordinated. They're, other than they're savages. The only thing right. to worry about is that nobody's safe. Right. You, you're not going to see an American soldier. Oh, well, I, I can't. I should be careful saying that because there are the bad seeds out there. But right. you you don't see the American military going out and just executing civilians on a battlefield. Right. Right. These motherfuckers prefer unarmed innocent civilians to execute on a battlefield. And if the battlefield is right here in our backyard, you better believe that uh, nobody is safe. Like if it was just a conventional military coming in, sure, maybe your wife and your kids might be safe because maybe they'll follow ROE. Maybe. Maybe. Right. But these guys don't give a shit. They just indiscriminately kill everybody. Yeah. And so that is the disadvantage that we're at, you know, because we would second guess, obviously, shooting a child, even, Morality, if, it, even yeah. if even if the kid had a gun. I mean, it was it'd just be kind of like, is there another way around this, right. right? And there was there was multiple instances while I was deployed where you had to you had to wonder like that kid. I think he's got a gun. Is it a real gun, right? Right. But you know, another you know another military element may not uh may not distinguish between those you know and as americans we do so but there's really nothing to worry about i mean from what the, from the videos that i see these guys are just they're know, goofballs yeah they're yeah they, 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 when one of the videos that you and i saw that the uh he he had his uh his homeboy for lack of a better term standing kind of right in front of him this dude sent an RPG like to the right. He was standing right in front of him. It was so no he, more than a foot to his left I, that that RPG went. Yeah, by. he just he just he 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 shot he shot the RPG right next to the dude's head. I yeah. mean, the, it it missed the guy. It cleared him by a foot. Yeah, I was like, I don't <laughs> know how any of them can hear. Anymore, <laughs> I don't know. You know, fucking like you just shooting RPGs next to like next I to can dudes. barely hear, <laughs> and I wear hearing protection. Yeah, there was no. They were they were running through these houses with obviously. Not that you need to be tactically sound when you're when you're you know murdering innocent civilians, but um, just the tactics of them clearing these houses. You're you're watching them just kind of like aimlessly run in and look through rooms, and there's no, yeah. no muzzle awareness, and they're flagging everybody in front of them, and yeah, it, it, yeah, it's at it's, one it's point he's garbage. just kind of like shooting up a staircase. That's how he cleared yeah. the staircase. Was he just stood at the bottom of the staircase and, and fired shot, a couple rounds? And fired a couple rounds yeah. to the top of the staircase. There was clearly nobody <laughs> even in the fucking house, and I don't know he what he was shooting at. But yeah. anybody that would have been in that house that didn't know they were there would certainly know as soon as he started popping rounds upstairs, and then I don't know, make your way out of the house through a window onto the roof and get the fuck out. Right. right. It's just it's very strange how they how they execute their, uh, their military practices. And I'm, you know, I'm glad that we are superior in that, in that nature. So absolutely. And so, you know, circling this back around, what does this mean for you guys? Well, I got a question in the discord the other day. Yeah. Should we start to panic buy ammo? No, no, please don't do that. Don't panic buy anything. Yeah. Not toilet paper, no water. Nothing. You should be just slowly accruing it. Period. Yeah. One, one rule of thumb that I have for when I purchase ammunition is let's say I'm going to go out, I'm going to train, I'm going to buy some ammo. I'll use some small numbers. I buy one box for training. I buy one box to put away. Right. Just as simple as that. 
buy my training ammo. I buy some ammo to put away. Except when he uses the Tacticon credit card, because then he goes and buys 3,000 rounds of ammunition. Well, then I don't buy myself he, ammo. He lies to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I see yeah. exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. Per, when you're, you're personal training, yeah, you Correct. Buy, buy one for yourself, one to train. Exactly. Yeah. So that way you have your, you don't just go, oh, let's go shooting this weekend and then blow through all your ammo and you're like, oh, I need to buy some more ammo. And then you're sitting at home with a half-filled magazine and you're yeah. like, whoa, fuck. So there is another element of tactical preparedness and this is going to be a shameless plug towards the X-Mod gear that we're carrying now, which is that magazine Pez dispenser. Hell thing. yeah. So, but I, I've got to say it, it is a, it is most, you can find it on the site right now and it, it is definitely an effective tool for being able to put ammunition where you think you might need it uh, in the form of loaded magazines that are easily accessible. Yep. So if you bug in and your uh, your place, your rendezvous point, your rally point inside your own home is, let's say, one particular room in your house, then you can mount this thing to a wall in the corner wherever you want to put it, and it will literally dispense magazines that are already loaded Fully for loaded, you yeah. right and it'll give you the opportunity to also put it on the back of your plate carrier so if you're running around in teams guys can grab it out from the back of your plate carrier because you can really only carry so many rounds of ammunition mm -hmm. on your own uh, you know on your person typical combat load is seven seven mags which yep. is 210 rounds um and this but, gives you another yeah, full combat load ready gives to go you a second and combat easy load, to yeah. access right exactly yeah. you could put it inside of your vehicle you could put it in your trunk like you can you could have one in your bedroom, one in your trunk with fully loaded mags because when the time comes and you are going to need it, you are not going to have time to load mags. Nope. It is one thing that I recommend. Everybody buys the ammunition, and that's the other thing. It's like, so you've got like 10,000 rounds of ammo. That's really cool, but is not is a it, single loaded mag. Is it loaded in your mags? <laughs> yeah. Are your mags loaded inside of a, you know, inside of a backpack, even mm -hmm. if they're just dishevelly loaded inside of a backpack? Is that your ammo pack that you could take with you already loaded, ready to use? Mm -hmm. Because during a time of conflict, I think we, just because when when you're not exposed to being shot at before, most people haven't been, like I don't think you realize that like there is no time to do anything but shoot back. There is no time to do anything but either break contact or defend yourself. Right. Right. That's the only thing on your fucking mind. There is not like, oh, we got to grab this and go grab the the, the family photos. Yeah. Babe. Right. There's no time to do anything. There Always is fly only... faster than you can think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it really is just make sure everything's like fucking ready to go. Yeah. Right. You know, you got batteries in your optics and batteries in your lights and get like some whatever. Faraday cases to protect some things that you want to <clears> protect. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't need a lot of any of this stuff. You just need that one fighting rifle. You need that one fucking pack with loaded up with mags. Right. You need the bag of food. Right. And then just it could sit in a fucking place where you can access it. Right. And you don't have to look like a fucking crazy person with like this giant fucking garage full of canned food. Right. Because if you got a fucking I mean, it's not not a bad idea to have it, but, you know, like it's it's also a really good idea to have some shit that you can grab and go with if you need to or pull into a different room if you mm -hmm. need to. Um yeah, because, I mean, the safest place, in my opinion, to be uh, in, in in your own house is for everybody to be in one room with a rifle pointed at a fatal funnel, which is the doorway. Correct. Because you have the advantage. Anybody pops through there, you just send rounds right through that fucking doorway. Hopefully they don't have grenades. That, yeah. Mm, yeah, that would, that would you know, complicate some things. That complicates. That complicates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know anybody currently with grenades, but... Not to say that somebody coming in to do some damage wouldn't have grenades. Right. So exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's you know learn 
Learn the stuff. Start learning radios, guys. Learn how radios work. I'm doing that you know, right now. I really, I really want to start getting into. I'm doing it, to it right comms, now, man. Yeah, that it that's is. something that needs to be. Uh, it's like kind of next. There's there's this evolution that I've seen just in the demand of the marketplace right mm-hmm. now, right? And the evolution was everybody's buying guns in the you know from 2010 to like 2019. Like it was this this big push. Everybody now everybody's got their guns, right? right. Everybody, everybody got the guns. Everybody's got the optics. Everybody's got the slings and everything they need for the rifle. And then you saw a big push for armor. Yep. Right. And everybody got their armor and there's a lot of people with it right now. And then you started noticing like, well, what else need to be armored? Oh, my head. Right. Yeah. And we, and the only reason I'm not speaking out of my ass, we know this because we see the direct requests from the market come into us like, Hey, can you carry this? And we're looking for this. And so then it's the helmets. Right, everybody's like, "Gotta protect the head. Let's go yep. to the helmets." Gotta protect my noggin. So we were like, "Okay, now we got helmets." And then the next, next on the agenda is NVGs to put on your helmets. Mm-hmm. Like people want to get into night vision now. They want to get into IR. They want to be able to, you know, yeah. have an advantage in the so fight. Those force and, multipliers. Um, yeah, it's yeah. those force multipliers, right? So <clears throat> I can imagine that what's next on the agenda for a lot of people is comms. Yep. All right. Yeah, because once once you get that plate carrier, you're like, oh, that's cool. You get your helmet, you're like, neat. You're like, well, well now I need to look like Grantham, so I need a I need a, a comm unit. <laughs> and I, yeah. yeah, I need, I need a com- Baofeng. <laughs> <laughs> I know, which is funny because that is like the that's what like everybody seems to all the gun tubers seems to push is the is the is the Baofeng. Baofeng. <laughs> Shout is out that, to King Picks. Is that is <laughs> he just released a short on it? <laughs> oh, did he? So good. Is it? I, I didn't see I, it. I every see time it. I watch it, I laugh my ass off. <laughs> so he's sitting down and he's talking about his calm. He's like, Yeah, I got my my Baofeng right here. <laughs> Dude, it, I can't not laugh. <laughs> It's so good. Well done, sir. It doesn't work. In, it doesn't work unless you say it with the accents. It's so true. It's, it's part of it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah but l- learn your comms. Learn, you know, learn important skills that we have kind of pushed by the weight side that we've taken for granted in modern society. Like, how many of you know how to grow potatoes? Think about that. Matt Damon does. Matt Damon can grow some mean potatoes. Matt Damon can grow potatoes on Mars. That's true. Yeah. Out of his own feces. How about that shit? Yeah. yeah. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but yeah. If Matt Damon can do it, guys, you can do it too. Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, can you guys, do you guys know how to set up simple traps? Do you yeah. guys know how to set up, you know, agriculture? Do you know how to collect clean water? Do you know how to distill in clean water? How much medicinal, like, how much medicinal herb knowledge do you have? Yeah, I have none. Yeah. I have zero. Right. Yeah. And really a lot of what we're doing right now is like, as far as talking to talking through this stuff with you is, uh, it's not just your, our plan. My plan is to talk about it and then execute it. Right. So we're going to sit here and talk about it and then we're going to involve ourselves in comms, really genuinely figure out how the civilian comms, I'm, I'm familiar with how military comms works, but I'm sorry. Like I don't, like I can't go get you know, blue force trackers like we had in our Humvees and be able to track fucking friendly forces and all that. So, so what's the the next level? We're not buying $50,000 comm units. Right. So what we can do is, you know, work anything with satellites and GPS, like all of those things are very good to have because when the cell towers ultimately go down, right, how are you going to communicate? Radio transmission, sure, it's unsecure probably most of the time. Uh, but at least you have the ability to communicate with from individual to individual. So right, one um, of the uh, one of the main things that a insurgent force will will do to disrupt is they go after your communications. Yeah, they for sure. they disrupt and dis- disorganize. 
They yep. get rid of your communications. You can't communicate with your team. Now you're a sitting duck. That's how it works. And this, like Jake said earlier, this is not to spread fear. This is to just be like, hey, are you watching Desperate Housewives when you get home? Or are you learning some valuable skills? And I will say this. There's something really cool that is going on in the Discord group right now, which is I think you somebody set it up. There's every state. There's a channel for every state. I think Spyberg, Jason, Jayberg. (laughs) Spyberg, Jason, Jayberg, uh, ATF over here. (laughs) Mr. Mr. Fedboy over there. Fedboy over here set it up. So um, Jason (laughs) Jason set something up. It's going to be Fedbird Discord, which is really cool because on the channels inside there, it's state by state. And so you can actually, I go in there, I poke around every once in a while Mm -hmm. and see if there's communication. And there often is. There's significant communication in there where guys are meeting other guys in their state who are like-minded and it offers a really cool opportunity for people to link up and train together, or at least get each other's phone numbers and contacts yeah. so that they have somebody, you know, if they don't have anybody in their immediate, uh, social inner, group. inner circle yeah. or social group that they, that they trust to, to train with when, and, and execute missions, if shit hits the fan, then, uh, they at least have the ability to communicate there. So get on there and see if there's anybody in your state, you know, absolutely. If that's the only thing you do on that discord and just go in there and meet people from your state, then go do that because, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people in there that are looking to people looking for other people to train with and uh, set up plans with. So. Yeah, and that's the, that's the whole purpose of the Second Amendment. Don't forget that it's not only to protect our ourselves and mm-hmm. our families and our loved ones, but it's also to be a militia force in case anything foreign or domestic tries to fuck up what we got going a on. Well here. organized. Well organized, well organized militia force, which is a beautiful thing because, well, it says regulated and that's what the fucking, you know, let's remember what regulated means. Yeah, exactly. It It means organized. It doesn't mean regulated by the government. It just means organized. Right. And I wish they would have, God, I wish they would have fucking just used that word. Well, words mean what they mean when they're written. I know, I know, I know. They didn't have the word bussin back then. So they didn't have the word bussin. For real, for real. (laughs) On God, no cap. On God, no cap. So yeah, no printer. The in in the texts you can go and find it. They're in they're in the dictionaries. <clears throat> they're in our uh, founding fathers' writings. Yeah. It never says that regulated means that the government controls. It only says that the government can call upon the militia. I went to Washington D.C. a couple of weeks ago, and I went into the National Archives Museum, and I saw the Constitution with my own two eyes. Did it, it was give you beautiful. Such a- it it really did. It gave me a huge freedom boner. It was really amazing reading these documents as they were initially written. Um, and uh, man, it was. They had a quote from like all the founding fathers, kind of like atop every every one of these documents. There was a quote from somebody who participated in the writing of every one of these documents mm-hmm. and whether it was the bill of rights or the declaration of independence or, uh, or the constitution itself. And so in, inside these documents with these founding fathers on these quotes, every one of these guys, and I mean, every one of these guys had a quote that it, it, it gives you chills reading it, but they, the, it was all the same narrative and the narrative was, like stay strapped or get clapped. <laughs> stay strapped. Or, that's basically what it was. I think that was James Madison that said yeah. that. He yeah, said I'm stay pr- strapped to get stay strapped strapped get clapped or stay strapped or get clapped. I forget how he said it. I'm pretty sure that's verbatim. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, so <laughs> James Madison. <laughs> James Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> probably. I don't know. Probably Winston Churchill. Anyways, continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> really, if you don't know who said it, did you know that if you don't know who said a quote, you could just quote Winston Churchill, and then you're yeah. probably right. Ninety nine percent. Yeah, but what all these guys had in common, which every single one of them was just like, 
uh, it's all about the citizen, fuck the government. That's it. Yeah. Like in so many words on every, every one of these quotes is limited government. Don't let the government overreach their powers. Keep the government in check. Do not. And it, it you know, and, and looking at the debate between, cause, because there were documents uh, that were, you know, from the federalists and the anti-federalists in there. Right. And if you guys don't know what that is, it was people that uh, it was the founding fathers that were in support of a strong federal government and the founding fathers that just wanted state governments that didn't want a federal government. And the only reason they wanted that is because they didn't trust a fucking federal government. They Weird. didn't trust a centralized government, right? Because they they thought that a centralized government would overreach their powers and, and affect the rights of the citizens as they relayed them into, uh, into our Bill of Rights. Do you think they read history? Oh man, I bet there was some. I, I bet there was some some historical precedent to uh, probably not. the decisions that they were making. Probably you know not. What they I mean? were just stupid know. whites. Maybe owners. they were in the fucking midst of a uh, revolutionary war from a tyrannical government. I don't know. Yeah. Just a just a thought. But it's it's you. If you ever question what the intention was of uh, our founding fathers. All you got to do is just read through the documents and read some of their uh, diary entries, their journal entries, their, right. their quotes that they were publicly, you know, <clears throat> posting inside of newspapers that were being released. And every one of these guys, none of them trusted the government. Right. They were all trying to form a government that was so limited that they could not overreach their powers. And here we are in 2023 with nothing but government overreach in every single power. And God right. bless Judge Benitez down in, you know, the county of San Diego who is fighting for our rights here in California, who well, he's not fighting for anything. What he's doing is he's saying, <laughs> I wouldn't call it fighting, right? There's the, the groups that are fighting are like the FPC and the, and the CRPA, mm -hmm. but he's just logical. He's just like, Hey, he's not an idiot. I, I, yeah. I, his decision. Did you read his? Not yet. Did you read this? Uh, dude, on the assault weapons ban? Yeah. On the assault weapons ban. It is a, it is a, a fucking beautiful thing. I, I don't know if I screenshotted it. It, I'm going to add to the founding fathers real quick. Yeah, please uh, do. Please do. Because the bill of rights, our constitution, not a single one of those that was written the the, the 10 amendments, mm -hmm. right? Not a single one of those was written for the government. Mind you, it was all for the people to refrain from the government. Right. It was so the government couldn't take the rights of the people because they knew that's what's going to happen. That's look, right. please, God, if you take one thing away from this, just look at history. There's not a single government that does not overreach its power ever because that is the folly of man. Brothers fight brothers and man gets corrupted by power and money. It's what happens. It always happens and it pretty much always will. So if you take one thing from this, look up history, please. And back and back at it. Yeah. <laughs> so if we had a little had a little break, uh, I had a friend of mine come in and say what's up. Handed me some cowboy cut jerky that was quite spicy. So if I'm sweating, it's not because Nolan was trying to get a raise. It was simply because I was also trying to get a raise. Yeah, as he crawls back up from under the table. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you did good, Nolan. You, you did, did great. Kid. I'll keep you around a little longer, kid. Uh, but are the lives... So this is what Benitez said when he made that decision, which is just an incredible, beautiful, eloquent way to put this entire decision, which is the revocation of the... Uh, or really putting a stay on the ass uh, assault weapons ban, and I say that in quotations. 
But are the lives any more important than Jane Doe's or the lives of her family? We hear constantly about mass shootings for days and weeks and on anniversaries of these shootings. But how often do we celebrate saving of the life of Joe, of Jane Doe because she was able to use a semi-automatic weapon to defend herself and her family from attackers? Are the lives of Jane, John, and Junior Doe worth any less than others? Are they less important? Man, that is somebody who truly understands what the Second Amendment is all about, right? The fact that this dude is in California making moves like that is just warms my it warms my heart. So well, it that that goes directly into one of my favorite counter arguments for um when somebody is advocating for gun control or getting rid of the second amendment, right. I say I say but if it can just save one life, it's worth it. Mhm. Right? Cuz that that goes both ways. Sure. Right? They they use that argument all the time. They go, "Well, if we get rid of guns and it just saves one life." Well, what about the <laughs> lives that are now up for forfeit yeah. because they can no longer protect themselves with a firearm. Yeah, but if you get rid of all the guns and it just costs one life. How yeah. about that? How about yeah. that angle? Yeah. What if it just costs one life? Was it worth it to take everybody's guns away? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. It could go both ways, right? And I don't know. You know, I, I think uh, is as absolutely tragic as this event in Israel was, I think people have a very clear picture because you can't not have a clear picture when you watch the essential, essentially the footage, the body cam footage of these terrorists going in and killing innocent people, how important it is to actually have firearms. And then Israel immediately, immediately, uh, immediately, literally reco- immediately. Uh, immediately recognized it and said, all right, you can have your guns back. All right, I, we I fucked see up. What, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and get some guns. You're yeah. good, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it is. You know, I'll say it again, just going back to it was it was really important when I went into the National Archives Museum and I saw how much our founding fathers wanted to limit government, like truly how terrified they were, how many of them were even terrified of a federal government. They were just like they did not want it to exist. They just wanted state control. So whether you're a federalist or an anti-federalist, it, 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 they all held the same sentiment. It was that limited government. And I really, um, I wish I could find the, uh, the quotes from the National Archive Museum. You can start your edit here. <laughs> nice. Your delicious edit here. So the, my favorite quote that I saw while in there, and now that I was able to find it after much searching, uh, no, dude, there's that happened no, in a blink of an eye. There's no, yeah, it happened in the blink of an eye for those of you not familiar with video editing. Um, so I cannot attribute these to anybody. I can only remember what I saw, but they don't have attributions inside of what I'm reading right now. So I do apologize in advance. But here was the quote that really kind of resonated with me. It is the duty of the patriot to protect his country from its government. I mean, these, nice. are, things, these are things that are written in the National Archives. Yeah. Right? They're like... They're like, this is what this guy said about this document. It is the duty of the patriot. These are the guys that founded the country to protect his country from its government. And so when people are like, well, the Second Amendment can be interpreted, no. You don't got enough Mel Gibson in you, son. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the, the great object of my fear is the federal ju- judiciary. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. 
I'm from the government or, and I'm here to help. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, it's, it, it's great. Yeah. A government of laws, not of men, right? These are all the things that were coming out of these guys. It's a government mm-hmm. of laws. Yeah. That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. Right. Not of men, not a government of men. Right. We govern the laws, which provide us a framework to live lawful and safe lives. Right. Like don't steal people's shit. That's right. Don't murder. Right. You know, stuff like that. Among the latter, so a government of laws and not of men. Among the latter, under pretense of governing, they have divided their nation into two classes, wolves and sheep. I mean, it's just these are all quotes from these dudes that I was reading inside the National Archives. It's such a freedom boner, dude. It's just, it's pretty fucking clear. Like, yeah, man, no government. Limited government. Mm-hmm. Don't let them overstep their their bounds, and they are here to serve us. We are not here to serve them. Yeah, no, that's that's a fun thing to remember is every single member of government, every politician, every social worker, yeah, is just that they are a public servant. Yeah, and they are and they are in a position to serve. It it cannot be said better than what I read previously, and I have to reiterate it: a government of laws not of men. You do not govern us. You govern the laws that we live our lives by, but you do not govern us. And those laws are laid out in the constitution. Right. That's it. There's government in a nutshell. So if anybody thinks it's anything else, then, you know, go fuck yourself. Straight up facts. You can get out. (laughs) You can get the hell out. Yeah. If (laughs) for you gun grabbers, for, for those of you that want to, uh, instill, you know, get rid of the second amendment and want to put limits on what we can say on our speech, where we can barbecue our meats, anything of the sort in the matter. If you don't like it, you can leave. That is why, why change our country? There are plenty of countries that you can go to that are either communist. There are plenty of communist socialist socialist countries out there that you can go to instead of fucking up my America. Yeah. Go, go get yourself some, uh, some citizenship, citizenship in one of the Nordic countries. Most of those guys. Yeah. I've heard it's super easy. I heard they allow a lot of people there. Pretty socialist, right? (laughs) It's it's the spot for you to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. They won't allow you in with your GED. Yeah. (laughs) There are plenty, plenty of places for you to go. Yeah. (laughs) All right. With that, well, with that, uh, do you have anything else to add at the end yeah. of the podcast? Do you wanted to get throw, strong, throw something else out there? Get strong, get fit, get fit or die. Uh, be smart. Start learning valuable skills. Keep your head on a swivel. Relax. Don't worry, because if you worry, you'll only suffer twice. They hate you. Train like it. Bingo, bingo, bongo. And we bid that. <laughs> and with that, we bid the aquif.